I think we've all had that moment where you feel as a sort of in a certain horniness for, for an artwork. <laughs> I think it's always about the, the link to the theme in your life uh, and how it fits into your own ideological and aesthetic identity. If you're buying for decorative purposes, great, just make sure you're buying the right piece. Don't just buy something that's going to look pretty. You can also buy something that's meaningful and that can grow in value over time. The key lesson in the art world is CCC. The more you see, the more you train your visual acuity, the more you start to understand the messages, the idiosyncrasies of the art, the more the work speak to you, the more you can distinguish between a good work by the artist and a bad work by the artist. If you want to go deep into one artist, try and see them at the very epicenter of their creativity. Go to the studio. The ultimate luxury in the art world is being able to get into the artist's studio, see their creative environment, understand their vision, their ambition, their drive, and then you grow along with them. Auctions typically are where you can find good deals and where you can get access to artists that have already been sold out in the primary market. The primary market is really about building a relationship with a gallerist who you think shares a similar identity to you, who you trust, who you like. They really control their, their supply if you're looking for an artist in hot demand. It depends on the sale. You get the evening sales and the day sales. The evening sales are the really punchy price tag sales. If you're there to buy, look, sit where you are, you have visibility to the auctioneer, you can connect with their eyes. If you're waving to a friend, he knows you're not bidding and you're not going to be paying off that for the rest of your life. There's always that myth that if you scratch your head, you'll end up with a 60 million pound price tag. It's not the case. The auctioneer is always empathetic and sensitive to the room. Ultimately these days, you sadly don't have that liberty. If you're buying an artist who's in hot demand, I made the error this morning, and as an example, at Freeze, going back and forth into booths, looking at a piece, going, oh, I wonder which one I like. Finally drummed up the courage to go up to the dealer and said, mate, um, how much is this, by the way? He's like, no, sorry, the whole booth sold out. If it is a work by an artist that is not in high demand, there is a little bit of time, there aren't too many other people looking at the artwork, then you typically have a wiggle room of about 20%. If, however, you are one of the lucky few who's been blessed to be put on the waiting list for the hottest artwork of the art fair, you're not going to get any, any bartering room and it will become pretty clear to you there's a long waiting list. Buy for love. Buy because you have a certain affinity to the artwork and to the artist and because it speaks to you.